West of Twin Peaks Radio back again, leaving summer good times tunes behind and flipping into fall mode with some meteor music, much of which you can still dance to. Never a dull moment right here on West of Twin Peaks Radio with MJ Call on BFF.FM San Francisco. As a young girl Louis Vuitton With your mother On a sandy lawn Hello, hello, hello. MJ here in San Francisco again with a brand new episode of West of Twin Peaks Radio. Two hours of fresh, genre-agnostic music from the Bay and beyond. Today, new tunes from artists including Shaky Graves, Rat Boys, Courtney Barnett, and Toro Imois. Plus, a fantastic local guest artist spotlight on San Francisco's James Beastly, self-described as too punk to be indie and too indie to be punk. That's James Beasley off his brand new LP, Junk Values. Our chat and deep dive into his extraordinary second solo album is coming up in my second hyperlocal hour. But first, a full hour of new music starting with German new jazz lounge group Club de Belugas, along with vocalist Lenny Ribau, with the gorgeous single A Quiet Moment. This has some real strong Billie Holiday vibes, so sit back, close your eyes, and enjoy a quiet moment. In a quiet moment On a perfect day I'll be waiting for you sitting here in a nice cafe the streets are full of people Buzzing about everywhere While I'm sipping my cocktail Thinking of moments we share
You're tuned in to West of Twin Peaks Radio on Best Frequencies Forever, BFF.FM, San Francisco.
I just had to play one last summer dance banger for you. That was a fantastic cover of Madonna's 1999 summer smasher, Beautiful Stranger. The version you just heard was from Seattle seven-piece band, The Dip. Before that, I played my favorite song of the summer, the title track from A New Reality Mind, the wonderful new album from Oakland's Madeline Kenny, which I can't get enough of. She's currently finishing up her East Coast tour dates in Chicago, Brooklyn, D.C., Philly, and Durham. You also heard the new Psyche Reflective song from Dublin's Ephanessa Francis called Fantasy. And I started the set off with Club de Belugas and the smoky single A Quiet Moment. This is MJ, and you're tuned in to West of Twin Peaks Radio here on BFF.FM, San Francisco Community Radio. Remember, coming up in my second hour, a conversation and deep sonic dive with guest artist James Beasley from San Francisco. But first, more fresh eclectic music to get to, including this slow burner from Austin-based Alejandro Rose Garcia, better known in musical circles as Shaky Graves. You can catch him coming up the first weekend in October playing at Hardly Strictly Bluegrass. This is a song off his latest LP, Movie of the Week. It's called Playing Along. Thanks for tuning in today to West of Twin Peaks Radio.
BFF.FM. Best frequencies forever. Chaos on a Friday. A tiptoe by. No need to get excited. Oh 
Conjuring up a life in a cloudy, rainy Pacific Northwest town is from emerging artist Michael Rhea, who's actually from a cloudy, rainy UK town. The track is called Dark Horse, and it's off his newly released debut album called Slow Puncture. Before that, if you couldn't guess, was another track off the new Blur album, The Ballad of Darren, an LP with absolutely no skips on it. You heard the track Sticks and Stones. Courtney Barnett and Kurt Vile are back recording together, sort of. The two are releasing a 7-inch single with Courtney doing the A-side and Kurt doing the B-side. And while we'll have to wait a little while longer to hear Kurt's song, Courtney's contribution is this cover of the Chastity Belt song called Different Now. This is MJ, and you're listening to West of Twin Peaks Radio.
I was on the field on a Friday night Third string had to swallow my pride I got thrown in on a fourth and five Just so they could take a knee oh, I was only thinking about my sixth string I remember coach trying to break us down Two a days had us passing now This week we gotta play away Home team just came from state Lost by six, that's the worst way About where I wanna be I was trained to patience and my energy Just to find out I played the wrong game I was thinking about my sixth string Heat wave ain't ever taking breaks Conversation with a little smoke Mama's cooking up cornmeal grains Daddy's yelling at the football game I was upstairs trying to make a name I was upstairs with my sixth string
new music from the L.A. band Mapache, seamlessly combining folk, rock, soul, and maybe a little psych on their new LP, Swinging Stars. I played the track French Kiss. Before that, another indie folk outfit that sprung up in SoCal, Will Dorado, and their new single, In Between. And the set started with Oakland's Toro y Moi and Sidelines, the fantastic story song about leaning into music instead of sports back in his teen years. It's off his new folky Americana-tinged EP called Sand Hills, a heartfelt remembrance of his youth spent as an Afro-Filipino child growing up in South Carolina, all before moving to the Bay Area and starting the chill wave movement. This is MJ. You're listening to West of Twin Peaks Radio. Coming up in just a few minutes, indie punk rock guest artist James Beasley is spotlighted in my second hyperlocal hour. But first, let's turn up the volume for a set starting with Chicago's Rat Boys and the song It's Alive off their brand new LP, The Window. They'll be at Cafe Du Nord in San Francisco, October 27th.
songs proving once again that women rock. You just heard the breaking post-punk UK band English Teacher and their new single, The World's Biggest Paving Slab, one of only two songs they've released so far. Before that, Australia's all-female rockers Haiku Hands and their third single of the year feels so good. The song comes with the announcement that their second full-length album is coming in December. I also played pop-turn-indie-punk darling Olivia Rodrigo and Bad Idea, right? One of the tracks off her new LP, Guts, which further helps her shed her Disney image background and fully embrace a rocker-indie-punk persona. And I started that set off with Chicago's Rat Boys, and it's alive. This is MJ. Welcome to the second hyper-local hour of West of Twin Peaks Radio, where we play all new music from all local artists and bands. In 2020, seven months into lockdown, San Francisco musician and dog whisperer Jim Palos released his first solo LP under the moniker James Beastly. It was called Illusion Land. Jim was used to playing and touring with bands like Cast Iron Canaries and Return to Mono, so the solo thing was an experiment. 
Now, three years later, Jim has released a second James Beasley album called Junk Values. It's an extraordinary, cohesive LP that's been getting rave reviews from critics ranging from the East Bay to the UK. My chat with Jim is coming up in a bit, but first, let's listen to a track off the record. This is Tragedy Dolls. What a way Knocking at your door Keep on dreaming Never mind what you're looking for Hello. Huge congratulations on the album. I It's your second solo album. I think it is your best solo album. And it's it's a, such a cohesive piece of work that it's I th- it's extraordinary. Thank you. Thank, no, it's really fun to make. And I, I didn't I didn't know I had it in me. You know, the- why, why do you say that? 
Uh, well, you know, you know, I took a long time, you know, uh, between writing songs, you know, when I was in Return to Mono and and a few other bands, you know, I was just a guitarist or a bassist. And, um, you know, when Return to Mono broke up and I I just started writing songs again and and uh, they just started coming out. And, you know, all of a sudden I had one album and I just kind of put it out and I, you know, you know, I didn't think too much about it, but but then I, I just uh, the songs kept coming. So I just <laughs> before long, I, I had this whole new uh, uh, album. When did you start writing these songs, these particular songs? Um, it was a little bit after, you know, a little bit of time after I finished the first album because I uh, there was no touring because it was still locked down. And I had some time and, you know, I know I wanted to have a live drummer on it because I was really, I, you know, I liked the sound of the, of illusion land. I thought, you know, I was able to get, you know, just sort of a cool driving sound, you know, with, you know, me playing drums and what I was doing, but, um, but I wanted like, you know, I miss playing with other people and I wanted to just, just start bringing other people back into playing music again and uh, get more of a band feel. You're looking for a live band experience, but it's locked down, you know? So I'm guessing you're writing away with these songs. And I have to say, the whole thing sounds to me like you're processing the chaos and calamity of the world we live in, which was magnified when we were all locked inside. I just, you know, when I write, it's, it's, I, I just write for myself, you know, and I write, you know, uh, you know, I can only write about myself and my own experience. And, and the, I mean, one thing I, I realized, you know, during lockdown, you know, there was, you know, I kind of got this idea that, you know, we have this space, this time off um between like you know not working straight you know people are just like shifting their lives around in different ways so there's this sort of space where we could kind of like take a break from the life we were leading before and that constant drive and those you know all those constant things that you know that you know we do to you know survive and uh you know maybe take a step back and like think about like what what really matters like what what am i doing that i'm you know in the past i you know a lot of frustrations come from just spending so much time doing all these things and like what do they really mean and what is their meanings add up to you know and uh to me it was like a lot of junk values so you know i just wanted to sort of identify those myself and sort of like you know just be like brutally honest
in the end, it's just like we. I want to uh, make music that might inspire people to, you know, just for us all to just be a little bit better of a person, nicer to other people, nicer to ourselves, you know. And uh, but I know, like on the surface, like sometimes, like a lot of the songs sound really dark and gloomy, and you know. Uh, you know, there's some songs where, you know, I wrote them and I was thinking like, oh my God, like no one's going to want to listen to this because it's, like, <laughs> it's so dark. Well, name one in particular. Uh, well, like Dark Horse Dreams is a pretty, you know, dark one. On, on that one, I was, you know, focusing on a time when, you know, I moved to San Francisco with my band, you know, Cast Iron Canaries, and we had kind of a rocky start and, you know, it you know, we started to just like splinter off into, you know, other things and it just wasn't working out. And I was living in the, in the mission and like the lower mission in the early nineties. And it was, you know, it was kind of rough. Like, uh, you know, I was just temping and just trying to tour <laughs> as, you know, whenever I could. And, you know, but not, I didn't have any money. And, uh, and I was living in the practice space, you know, with Tony, uh, uh, the singer, <laughs> and uh, and I just had to start just slowly pawning off my instruments just to like eat. Where's the heart that I see? Fades to black. To see, wind is dancing through the trees, chasing everything. still this like kind of survival bliss this kind of like sort of beauty everywhere that I would still see you know um, and still like a spirit you know like around that like really kept going I mean I remember one time I was I was going upon uh, a keyboard I went to the pawn shops in the mission you know and I, I got off and I saw um, uh, uh, someone I used to, I used to go see the White Trash Debutantes, they were a great punk band like back then. And I don't know if they're still around, but anyway, I saw, um, I'd see Punk Rock Patty every once in a while. And she was like, what are you doing, you know? And I'm like, oh, I gotta go pawn this, you know, keyboard, I need to like, need rent and food, you know? And she looked at me and like, her voice just like dropped, you know, down and do uh, like a lower octave and she was like at least it's not a guitar <laughs> <laughs>
that song kind of when I listened to that song and when I was writing that song, I was like, in my mind, I was like walking through the mission at night, you know, and like, um, like back in those days, and it's just all those like, you know, kind of like, like just sort of derailed, you know, aspirations and dreams, and like feeling like things weren't going to turn around, but there's still like this, this sort of cosmic element like inside us, and, you know, in our hearts that like that like pulls us into the light, you know. So. I think, uh, I think my favorite song on the album is actually Absurd Horizon. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. Cool. Well, that song, I love that song, too, because that, that, that's one of my favorites. That was the first song that I actually wrote for the album. Wow. Like, um, that one came to me, um, actually, at Stinson Beach, like, just, like, like, looking into the horizon, you know, like, this, like, amazing, like, horizon, you know. And just, you know, just literally being like, oh my god, it's some shit. <laughs> She's dizzy in the light Heart is in the fight No brighter sun In other sky sort of like Albert Camus I was reading a lot of Camus so there was like that element of of like you know of just the absurdity of of things like you can't like life is kind of crazy so you can't you don't know what's gonna happen tomorrow no one knows what's gonna happen tomorrow so and love is like that too like it's like totally absurd like you know you fall in love and it actually can like really just it has a destructive power you know it can destroy your former your former life you know not in a bad way you know positive way it can like you know so it's sort of like a you know a surrender to uh to the absurd but it it shows that there are different sides so we don't have to fear the unknown all the time you know the unknown can actually like redeem us and that's but it's it's scary and it's hard to look into so that song was like something where i wanted to have a point where it was it was a little frightening at first but then it like the sun comes out
when you were with Cast Iron Canaries and, and touring around with Return to Mono, you were more the guy in the band, you know, the, the guitarist, bassist, whatnot. Ha were you exercising that writing muscle then, or did that happen later? I, uh, well, I started out, you know, uh, writing songs like in like, I think I started writing songs in like second grade or third grade, like really bad. <laughs> and, uh, and I would get my friends, whatever friends, and just be like, just play this, just like hit on that, and, you know, whatever instrument, like a little Casio keyboard or whatever. And, um, and when I got a hold of four track, you know, actually I had a music teacher who was a friend of the family. And um, at first he tried to teach me traditional like reading and stuff. and. And he just realized soon that like I was no good at that. So he was like, he was like, I want to give you this and see what you can do with this. And he gave me a four track. And uh, and I was like, whoa, this is cool. It was like a four track cassette recorder. And uh, oh man, I never went outside after that. I became like like indoor kid because. <laughs> Hi, I'm indoor gym. Nice to meet you. <laughs> Oh, just how many sounds, how many sounds. So that was my introduction to recording and writing stuff. And I would love to, I would just like write songs all the time. So when I started a band in high school, like I had a ton of songs we just like, we'd always play. So I was always kind of like the songwriter. I, I'd encourage my other band members to write songs, but I was always like the guy who was like, who had like 10 songs always ready to go. And, um, but, uh, but yeah, as you know, slowly as like, you know, uh, you know, I, I got more, you know, sort of opportunities to like be in really fun projects as a guitarist and use my multi-instrumental skills. I wanted to develop, you know, since the Cast Iron Canaries sort of devolved, I wanted to learn, you know, I would spend my summers in Seattle at this place called the Velvet Elvis, which is an amazing, uh, it was, it was an amazing theater, uh, place that was owned by this family and they gave it to these kids to do rock and roll shows and it was in Old Town and actually the Foo Fighters played their first show there. That is so cool. What was it called? Velvet Elvis? The Velvet Elvis, yeah. And it just actually went on like viral on YouTube, like someone filmed part of that show and then the Foo Fighters went on and were like, yeah, that's us, you know, that's our first and so the people who started it like made a Facebook page and I, I got on it and I contacted them and I was like, hey, remember me, you know? <laughs> so, it was like, <laughs> you know so it was really fun. So like, you know, I got you agree. But there was so cool. That was like a music community in Seattle uh, where, I mean, they didn't know me. I was a friend of a friend and they were just like, come up, we need like audio engineer assistance and stuff. And they just were like, sure, get over here. You know, here's the board. and. And I got to sit on the board and so I like do like sound for some amazing groups like Velocity Girl and um, the Stinky Pops. You know? <laughs> like, so wait, but you really learned production and how to, I mean, that really came into play when you, when you went solo, so to speak, and started doing a bunch of this stuff by yourself. You, you had that experience and skill set ready to draw on. Yeah. Yeah, it kind of, you know, uh, yeah, and it came I came back into the production a lot more at a time, you know, uh, 
in the early 2000s, I, I injured uh, my left hand really badly. And um, I actually like sliced through like three fingers. So, <laughs> so I'm missing 75% of the tendon here, you know, 50% yeah. and 25% on my guitar. And Hans just said, I would never play guitar again. And um, if I tried to play guitar, it would be detrimental because I could damage it more and then they'd have to have the surgery. And I was actually booked to do the surgery. And if I had done the surgery, I wouldn't have any like mobility in my fingers. So I, I had to like wrestle with the fact that like I couldn't play guitar anymore. And um, so, um, you know, just thanks to like so many cool people in the music community at the time. Um, you know, my friend Dave, bass player for the Cast Iron Canaries, like hooked me up with a great band called Stella Mara that's still around in the East Bay uh, to do some, you know, synth work and do some sampling, you know, sound design stuff. And so I bought a sampler and just like got into that aspect. I, I really liked it. So I thought like, if I can't play guitar, I'll be able to do electronic-ish kind of things. And then that's when I, I got more into electronic equipment and, and then started integrating into rock bands that I would join later. It was, it's been a long journey, but I take a little bit of everything from everywhere to get to where I am. But to make it clear, you are playing guitar still. Oh yeah, I had, yeah, I had um, actually um, an amazing like healer. He does like vibrational healing. So he has actually like isolated vibrations where um, they can send like, he can send like vibrations into your tendons and sort of massage the tendons with sound to keep them alive enough and long enough that they can start kind of reconnecting it. The universe moves in mysterious ways, doesn't it? It is, it's, it's kind of crazy. On this album, you played with whom? Shout out who you did play with, even uh, if it was remotely. Oh yeah, well of course, like, number one was Emily Dolan Davies, um, she's an amazing drummer, and um, she's played with a band called The Darkness, that's really good, um, Brian Ferry, and that's actually when I saw her, I saw her performing with Brian Ferry, and I was like, wow, this drummer's really good, like, the second I saw her, I, I thought, like, Wow, she can hit really hard and play like really like rocking stuff, you know. But then she, she's got a nice groove to the bounce, like a bounce to the groove. So even when she's hitting hard, she can bounce. And you know, a lot of those songs like went in a lot of different directions and required a lot of like kind of creative think of patience and things. And she held the whole thing together. I, mean, I try to play like some of the beats that she, she did the other day, and I just I don't know how. It foot does it you know it's insane <laughs> but uh yeah so that was really cool and she was super nice and she you know she fell in love with Gus so like that was the thing so I I reached out to her because you know um you know Gus, towards... Gus let's makes it clear is the dog oh yes my dog <laughs>
But with this and Emily being remote and you doing a whole bunch of the work, are you able to play live at all? Um, well, there's some, I have some friends I've been talking to, but I, I can't really talk about it because I don't okay. want to have, doesn't happen. But, uh, yeah, but I, we are considering it and talking about it. And if it happens, I've got some. Well, from, from a, from a fangirl's perspective, one thing I kept saying to myself as I was listening to this is I would love to listen to this in a room filled with other people. So take that for what it's worth. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, a lot of these songs were written, you know, like for that, you know, um, to be played live. Like that's what I wanted, that's what I wanted to do, like have like a good live sounding album. Hey, Jim, thanks so much for taking the time with me today. I super appreciate it. Just oh, it's a great album. Oh, that's that feels great to hear. And it's always a pleasure talking to you. And like, you're just so dedicated. You're always at the cool shows. You're always the first to hear so many things and to, you know, recognize and appreciate like underappreciated music and, and people. And, and it really means a lot. It just keeps things, keeps everything going and keeps everything vibrant. Well, I'm just so glad the scene seems to be really popping now, and and uh, and you're a part of that pop. So, thank you for doing what you do. Love okay. to Gus. Okay, I will. <laughs> Love to Bandit too. Okay, bye. Bye Bye, the final track off the terrific new LP, Junk Values, from San Francisco's James Beasley. 
Again, huge thanks to Jim for taking the time to chat and share his story and music. You can find the album at all the usual streaming spots, but please support local artists and buy it at Bandcamp. You can follow news about James Beasley and his dog Gus on his Instagram account at James Beasley. This is MJ, and you're listening to the Hyper Local Hour of West of Twin Peaks Radio. I've got a full half hour of brand new music to get to, so let's get right down to it. It's been a while since we've heard new music from SF electronic synth-pop duo Vince Rhine. They'll be at the rickshaw stop this Wednesday, September 13th, probably playing their terrific new single. Here it is. It's called Quizzical Inquisitor. Welcome to the seminar.
is magic I hope it lasts forever But I'll settle on it Cutting through the static Best Frequencies Forever, BFF.FM, Independent Community Radio in San Francisco.
one of several new singles that the San Francisco band Analog Dog has released in the past few weeks in anticipation of their debut LP. You can catch them live at the Guild Theater in Menlo Park on September 17th. Before that, former West of Twin Peaks radio guest artist San Francisco's Adam Spry with a great new single called Chipping Away, and the set started with Vice Rhine and Quizzical Inquisitor. This is MJ. Hope you're enjoying the hyper-local hour of the show. Friend of the show, Niles Lannon of the band Film School, is once again helping to coordinate the San Rafael Porch Fest around Gerstle Park neighborhood September 17th and 18th. He's helped book 70, that's right, 70 bands to perform in parks, on porches, and in the streets for that weekend fest. Among them, a couple of West of Twin Peaks radio alumni, including Grublin, Night Sky, Sass and Harmony, and Michael Michael Motorcycle. Here's new music now from two of those bands. First up, Michael Michael Motorcycle with Beached.
song River from East Bay Trio, Sass and Harmony. They're among the 70 bands playing the weekend of September 17th at the San Rafael Porch Fest. For lineup, schedule, and location information, go to sanrafaelporchfest.com or look them up on Instagram at srporchfest. Continuing on with more new local music here on West of Twin Peaks Radio, former East Bay, now LA-based artist Carly Bond, a.k.a. Myrna, is getting ready to release a new LP called So Far So Good. This is the title track. Thanks for tuning in today. So far so good I know it feels like a bad dream well, hold on Though it's never ending I wanna kiss you for the first time again. I wanna kiss you for the first time
what a trippy new tune from East Bay artist James Wallace, a.k.a. Skyway Man. He's releasing his new LP, Flight of the Long Distance Healer, at the beginning of November. The pre-release single you just heard was Long Distance Healer. And that about does it for West of Twin Peaks Radio today. I'll be back in two weeks with another fresh show, but I'm going to leave you today with new music from seven-piece East Bay band The Session, who will be releasing a new album on October 6th. Lead singer Lalin St. Juiced and producer, bassist, and ex-husband Aki Ahara will be joining me for a convo about the album's theme, which is their relationship through the years. Here's the first single off the LP called Hold Me. See you in two weeks. Until then, be well, be kind, peace.
The official BFF.FM app is now available to download. Stream our live feed, catch up on your favorite DJ's past shows, explore new sounds by genre, or put on a podcast for your daily whatever. Grab it today in the App Store or on Google Play. From Cap Street to the world, this is BFF.FM. 